shoulder. Oh, great, thanks. <clears throat> I like spooning. <laughs> nice, feels nice with the knees tucked up, doesn't it? <sighs> Let's just relax and take a deep breath and spoon for a while. I know things have been really, really stressful lately. We need to just unwind a bit and relax and just enjoy each other. <laughs> Deep breaths. Come on, I want to. I want to feel you. I want to feel your. Your. I'm gonna put my hand on your tummy because I'm. Because I'm right behind you. Okay, I'm going to put my hand on your tummy. Okay. <laughs> now, breathe in. Let me feel that tummy move. Move that tummy. That's it. <laughs> breathe in. And breathe out. Let me push your belly button in. <laughs> Let me squeeze all that air out. skin because you're warm you're warm and I'm cold so I'm a warm pyre again <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna suck all the warmth out through my fingers <laughs> it's been so cold lately it's like that polar vortex thing it's just way too cold we have to be together like this we have to spoon so that we can conserve our body heat <laughs> Yes, it's a medical necessity. <laughs> yes, but it's also because I like being here with you. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can always count on you for comfort and niceness. And <laughs> it's important. It's important to have somebody you can always count on for just niceness. I, I need it. I'm so many so many people I know are just I can't count on them. I'm so unreliable. It's just uh, it's just wearying, you know. You try so hard and people let you down all the time. It's just makes it hard to keep trying get no help <laughs> no help <laughs> even when it's for their own good so I like being able to just say well I have a cuddle buddy who is fantastic and always cuddles me so well let me stick my knees right up under their knees Nice and warm. Has a very warm, soft belly. It's very important. Mm. Mm. I'm just gonna run my fingers up here, your belly a bit. Just tickle you just a little bit. 
on my fingernails and your skin. It's almost ticklish, right? Almost itchy. It feels good. Just little scratchy, 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 scratchy. <laughs> you're like a you're like a reset button for me. I want to be a reset button for you. Like when the world is just getting too shitty and people are just being too flaky and too too irritating, you can just hit the reset button. Just climb into bed and snuggle up and <laughs> forget everything. Just enjoy the simple pleasure of touch and feel all the sensations like whispering in your ear. <laughs> no, that tickles, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes does your brain hurt really? Do you feel it? Like you feel it kind of throbbing in your skull? <laughs> like you can picture it like red and throbbing and you know, my brain hurts a lot lately. There's so much to think about and deal with and wonder about and plan for and cope with. Yeah, it's tough. Which is, which is why I think um, we really have to pay attention to our, what we, what we, um, what we feed our souls, you know? Like this outrage, cancel culture thing has got to stop. It's just so negative. You go on Twitter and it's nothing but negativity. It's every single post is being offended or outraged or pissed off by something and it, it's just too much it's like that's just not that's not right we're not meant to be like this we're not meant to be constantly offended and outraged it's not good for us and then you gotta go to like eye bleach or something so you can just watch some kittens and <laughs> baby goats and stuff You need you need the reset button. That's right. You need the reset button. You need to crawl into bed with your warm pyre and just hit the reset button because we can only take so much of this stuff, you know. Like the people who who are constantly outraged, they're gonna burn out on this. It's not healthy. It's not good for you to be constantly outraged. Not to mention everyone in your blast zone, you know, <laughs> hurts you too. And, and I know some people just at that time that he wants inside and no we're not gonna let him inside no he can cry all he wants he's just being a big suck <laughs> speaking of big whiny sucks <laughs> oh shut up <laughs> go away Emmett 
just can't stand the closed door. Just like most cats, I just can't stand it. <laughs> it's so indignant too. It's like, Let me in. <laughs> oh, I was gonna tell you a story. I was. I was gonna tell you a story. It's not an animal story, no. I know I haven't had an animal story in a long time. I keep thinking of. I keep trying to think of a better animal story for you. Like a good one. It's gotta be a good one, right? I've got high standards now for this, but <laughs> um, okay. This is about this is about letting things go. This is the moral of this story. And maybe you've heard this before, but who cares? Oh. <laughs> okay. So there are these in ancient times. There are these two uh, Tibetan monks who are walking from their monastery to. A village far away to get more uh, monk supplies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know where the word, do you know where the word monk comes from? I learned this the other day. I thought this was fascinating. It comes from, I think it's a Greek word, like monokos or something, which means like solitary person. Yeah, so, so we get monk. From I was wondering where do, we, where do we get that word from? Monk. What the hell? So yeah. So anyway. <laughs> so, so anyway, these two monks, they're going down the down the mountain. And it's, imagine that it's a beautiful spring day and there's cherry blossoms blowing in the breeze and you can even hear some harp music, because why not? We we're, we're painting this picture, so why not? There's harp music and this beautiful river I'm following they're following the trail of the river they're walking along very peacefully and they get to a point where they know they have to cross the river and there's no way for them to do it except to hike up their yellow or orangey ropes and walk across the river they know this is a this is a point where it's fairly shallow so they can cross and they arrive at this spot, and there's a young woman standing there. And she looks very upset. And the older monk says to her, why are you upset? Yes. And she says, I have to get across the river, but I have to carry this food from my family, and I, I'm afraid of getting washed down the river. I don't know what to do. And so the monk says, here, I will pick you up and I will carry you across the river. And so she's grateful and she jumps into his arms and he wades across the river with her and puts her down. And she says, thank you very much. She's very grateful. And she leaves and goes on her way. And the younger monk goes across the river too. And the two monks continue on their way. The older monk realizes that the younger monk is obviously thinking about something very hard because it's a very hard silence between them. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know when there's an uncomfortable silence, it's like someone's just bristling with something they want to say. <laughs> they're, not, they're not quite saying it, but they really want to. And you can tell 
it's a different kind of silence, right? It's not a happy silence, it's a tense silence. So <laughs> the elder monk notices this tense silence as they're walking. And this goes on for half an hour as they're walking. He senses this, this problem that the younger monk is having. But he decides to wait until the younger monk speaks up. And finally, after an hour, the younger monk finally says, Master, or whatever, like, <laughs> Master Monks, I don't know, Mr. Monk, <laughs> Father Monk, I don't know, whatever, Master, let's just go with Master. That's on, like from Kung Fu, David Carradine, right? So he says, Master, you know that in our order, maybe it's the Shaolin or something, I don't know, in our order, we are not permitted to touch women. We are not permitted to even touch a woman. We cannot even lay our hands on them. And yet you picked her up and carried her across the water. You held her body and you, you, you picked her right up off the ground and you were holding her next to your body for the length of time it took you to cross the river. You were pressing her body right against yours. I mean, what the actual fuck, right? I, I don't think monks would say that, but you get the idea. He's very perturbed by this. <laughs> and so the master pole guy, the master monk guy, turns to the younger monk and he says, my grasshopper. Because <laughs> I don't think they say my son. I think that's a Catholic thing. So he says, grasshopper. I picked her up and carried her across the river for 20 seconds. You've been carrying her for an hour. Oh. Isn't that... Isn't that profound? <laughs> this is why you need like jingling like harps or something for like the dun dun dun. Because it's it's so true, right? This this is so true. This this younger grasshopper monk guy, he couldn't let go of this. He couldn't let go of this this thing. This you picked up a woman. How can that be? You're not allowed to touch a woman. And he dragged it all and he 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 had it in his mind for so much longer than the, the guy who actually touched her did. And I thought that's, that's very, um, it's really wise in a sense, because it sort of shows that you really, the longer we hold on to things, the more, the more of a burden it becomes, the more importance we give it. You know, we don't just let things go. We let them fester. We let them take up a lot of room in our minds and, and they become all we think about. And and most of the time it just isn't something we need to focus our minds on. You can imagine that the older monk guy, the master pole guy, is walking down the, the... He's continuing his little pleasant journey down the mountain. And he's thinking about happy thoughts. And he's thinking about his dinner, I guess. And his, <laughs> his tea he's going to have later. And... And, I don't know, maybe 
getting some new sandals. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but he's thinking good monk thoughts, you know? He's 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 enjoying his 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 day being being a very thoughtful monk and the younger guy is completely obsessed with this thing that the guy did by picking up the woman. So I don't know, I just thought that was very um very profound. And maybe something we could learn from. So I try to I try to think of that when I get too obsessed by things or focus on the negative or I get too um upset if people let me down. I just try to I just try to be that monk. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I would look good in monk's robes. I think I would do I would think I would rock the monk robe. I think I would I could really work. I don't think I would do the bald head very well. I don't think I would look good bald. Some women look good bald, but I don't think I would. A lot of men look great bald, but a lot of women don't, and I don't think I could pull off the bald thing. The sandals, yeah. I could, I think I could do the sandals. I could, I could pull it off, I think, especially if I could paint my nails. I did like, like Monkette paint her nails. I don't know. It's all moot anyway, but you see what I'm saying. So that's my monk story. <laughs> it's a good monk story. Yeah, I've been I've been drawing the path the monks took along your back. That's what I've been doing while I told the story. Is it, can you feel it? I was just walking my fingers down your back, like I'm the monks walking down the mountain. Not walking on my mountains, no. <laughs> so that would actually be good, wouldn't it? If I just walked my fingers down and make leafage here. That's a valley between the two mountains. <laughs> oh, I love being silly with you. It's nice stress relief. I drew some boobs on your back. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you uh, you obviously haven't seen the bathroom mirror yet. You haven't had a you haven't had a shower yet. You haven't seen what I drew on the bathroom mirror. So that when it steams up, you're gonna see it drying. Yeah, I'll just leave that as a little surprise. Definitely one of those kids that spelled out boobs on the calculator. It was usually the boys. Usually the boys did, but I did it too. I thought it was hilarious. I always thought the word boobs is hilarious. <laughs> Better than other words for them. And there's so there's so many words for them. Some we just don't use anymore. But oh my god, there's a lot of words for boobs. 
I don't mean just breasts. I mean, that's very official. Tits is, tits is a little more um, sexual, I think. There's boobs and knockers. <laughs> Tatas. <laughs> a bosom, right? A bosom. That's, I wonder where that comes from. Because that's like, that's like a collective noun for them. It's not bosoms. Still bosom. <laughs> yeah, chest, I guess. Yeah, chest is kind of like a general noun for them. Um, jugs. <laughs> jugs. <laughs> um, I don't know what that came from. Jugs, that doesn't seem... Cans, I've heard that. I've heard jugs, cans, melons. Um, hmm, what else? I know there's lots more. I'm just drawing a blank. Oh, titties, yeah. Titties with, with a D and titties with T's. And, and uh, <laughs> gazongas. <laughs> what the hell is a gazonga? Kasanga is what the woman was pressing up against the monk. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I thought I tied that up very neatly. Yeah, that was like a nice bow on that. Yeah. Hey, but I'm a storyteller. What can I say? Give <laughs> me squeeze. See, don't you feel better already? Just having this little squeeze fest with spoon session with me. Oh, definitely. I feel all warm now because I stole it all from you. <laughs> the unapologetic vampire. Warmpire, not vampire. Warmpire. No, you can keep your blood. I just want your warmth. So, in fact, I, I need you to keep your blood. I'm gonna take your warmth. I need I need blood in you. So yeah, you keep your blood. I'll just take your warmth. Footsie <sighs> just isn't the same with socks on, is it? No, I like I like pressing my cold feet on yours, but I can't get that yelp of of shock from me when I press sock feet. So I don't get the same impact. It's not the same. But it's nice having toasty toes. No frostbite here. <clears throat> doesn't matter what time it is, doesn't matter what pandemic is on, there's always some jerk in a motorcycle. It's too loud. <laughs> Where the hell are you going in the middle of the night in a pandemic on your loud motorcycle? What the hell? At least Emmett gave up. Hold my hand. That's nice. I rest my hand against your belly. Hold my hand. Put your hand over mine.
nice. I love it so much. It feels so good. Be close to you. Feel your heartbeat. Drop boobs on your back. <laughs> you listen to my monk stories. I mean, I, it's this perfect relationship. good listener you don't lose the plot you know it's like when you're you with know, somebody can't follow the plot of a movie just like Seinfeld used to say I thought he was with him why would he kill them if he was with them oh he's not really with them <laughs> you have to actually pause the movie and explain no see that guy's not really that guy while you're explaining it. Yes, I know, I'm getting giddy. I know. Look, this is just the price you pay for cuddling with me. You know there's a risk of real silliness. You know that. When I get sleepy, I get silly. You know that about me, so I'm sorry. No sympathy there, but none, none, none. What am I doing? I'm rocking, I'm rocking us back and forth. Yeah, I'm just moving my foot. It makes my, makes my knees and my legs rock, and it makes you rock. It feels nice. Yeah, I liked it as babies, and like it now. Like the gentle, gentle rocking. Being all cuddled up and snuggled up and warm and safe and loved feels nice mm. you know I heard something that can can help you fall asleep and I've been meaning to try it. So, do you want to try it with me? Okay, so here's what you do. So, find a place where your hand can be really comfortable. Like maybe it's on your, if you're lying on your side, maybe it's just down on your thigh like this, or, or maybe it's up by, by your head, on the pillow, whatever, wherever your hand is comfortable. And when you close your eyes, start tapping your hand. Just like I'm doing here. You're kind of a fast rhythm. Yeah, just like that, okay? Just do that. You can just kind of put the, you know, the palm of your hand down and you can just make your fingers move. Just tap. Steady rhythm. Close your eyes and think about that rhythm. 
hear it, expect it. Expect the next tap. Okay? Do this for about a minute. And then, slow down. Slow down to about half. on the top more lightly now. Now slow down again. It should be harder to lift your hand up. Your hands should feel heavier. Like you want to stop. You want to stop tapping. Just slow down. One tap. Tap again. Tap again. Tap again. Apparently it's a pattern thing that our brains really like. It helps our brains get into the, the right zone for falling asleep. If it doesn't quite work, just start again. Just start fast like a metronome. Or tap something else. Tap the, tap the bed. And just try that a couple times. And try to match your breathing to the, to the tapping. You can tap pressure points in your body too. You can tap your temple slightly. You can tap your wrists. Just like that. Yeah. Do you want to try that? See if you can fall asleep. <laughs>